Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. and welcome to the Creative Exponent. I don't even know what episode we're nope. on. What are we on now? Yeah, we're... <laughs> but you know what? We're here. Who that's, cares? <laughs> that's the thing. We're we, here. We are here. Oh. So what's been going on? We have... Yeah. Well, first of all, Shauna just has a whole lot happening in her world. And then I'm moving. So... Yeah. Yeah, which sounds so vague, you know, and some of you guys are so sweet to send messages and say, like, when's the podcast coming back? Or is there an episode this week? Um, So know that we're equally, equally ready to be back on a consistent basis. But yes, there's, you know, some how that is sometimes life just there are these seasons where it's things get really tricky and you have to kind of start removing some things off your your list so that you can just make it through the dang day. <laughs> so yeah, we've yeah. been in a little bit of that place. Um, really well, and we've had the happy. Yeah. We've yeah. had like happy things like vacations. Mm-hmm. You went to the lake and Disney mm-hmm. world. I went to Isle of Palm in South Carolina. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, it's just been a lot. It's just been yeah. kind of a busy schedule and hard yes. to, to coordinate um, recording the podcast, but mm-hmm. It's always like when we're talking about, hey, should we record this week? Can mm-hmm. we fit that in? Because yeah. it's something we really love doing. And yes. like Shauna said, we, we appreciate that you guys ask us like, yeah. hey, is a, is a podcast coming? It's like, it's good Hello? to know. Like, Are you alive? Right? <laughs> there are people listening to it. I know. <laughs> it feels nice. So we have a fun topic for you today. Um, yes. Talking about really art and creativity, more specifically like innovation in art mm-hmm. and creativity, because we both have kind of been thinking about that lately. Yeah. Um, we're both reading the book or kind of picking it up off and on, mm-hmm. have been reading the book The Practice by yes. Seth Godin, and it's so good. So many nuggets of wisdom and reminders in there, mm-hmm. but Shauna really tuned into one specific part of it. And we're yeah. going to kind of talk about that and, and camp out on, yeah. on that today. Yes. What I love about this book for those of you that, um, you know, creativity or your creative work is a business. This is just a good, and even if not, um, it's just a good, like, pick it up, sit it down because every little section is numbered. So it's like these little short essays and I know we've probably talked about it on you know on the podcast before but it's just nice to be able to like get one because pretty much all of them are good I've you know some Mm -hmm. are better than others but still you know pretty much every time I pick it up I find you know something that's encouraging or spurs me to think about something important um but number 79 is a punk's practice (laughs) and he talks about I can't even pronounce this lovely lady's name. I know her first name is, I know her first name is Elsa. Okay. Okay. Von Freitag Loringhoven. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We got, it's like, we got butchered. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, he, um, he said, you know, basically I'll summarize this part a hundred years ago. She, um, she created 
she was pretty much the first punk artist, you know, and she bought a ceramic urinal at an industrial supply house and her friend entered it into an art exhibit. Well, that became Fountain and you can Google that if you've never heard of it or seen it. Yeah, it's like... It's like yep. the famous, you know, yeah. oh, you put a urinal on the wall and call it art. You right. know, that's... <laughs> right. And, that um, and it changed, you know, the world of art forever, as he says. And, uh, you know, it says that, you know, that she didn't take as much credit for it as her friend. And he kind of continued to take more and more credit until her name was largely forgotten, um, but that she continued to make a ruckus. She painted, pioneered performance art, and lived a life committed to her practice. But here's the line that I love. He said, she made a choice to live a life in art, to explore the penumbra, the spots just outside of the existing wisdom. And that just, like, hit me. I, because And mainly, to live a life in art, and the spots just outside, you know, mm-hmm. of existing wisdom. And, you know, I think we're both in places where we're sort of doing that unintentionally and intentionally with our our work, um, <clears throat> you know, and, and art practice and just creativity in general. Um, and it's interesting to think about not feeling so pinned in, which, of course, if you're a regular listener, you know, we are not fans of feeling that way. We don't, right. we don't do well with that. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I loved, I loved that line. I thought it was very poignant. And I don't know, it just kind of spoke to me, hit me in the seat. Yeah, I liked that too. And even though, so I would be a person who says like, you just hung a urinal on the wall and called it yeah. art. And I think that's pretty lame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's where I would sit with it. But looking at it from the perspective of <clears throat> no one had done that before. Right. That was very risky and bold. And it was a way of saying, like, let's look at something that's totally utilitarian. Yeah. That is totally, you know, no, <laughs> people stand just inches from it and really don't appreciate what, right. it, what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. other than for its function. and half the population really doesn't even ever see it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, very true. I, I mean, I was pretty old when I saw my first urinal, because, you know, uh, cause, oh, you know I don't go into boys' bathrooms very often, but yeah. anyway. And so it, I think that the fact that it was innovative was really what, and it was di- shocking and different mm-hmm. and brave. And, and I think, it, it changed things. And mm-hmm. I think for me, I, I really love sort of traditional artwork. I love Impressionism. Mm-hmm. And I love, and even though Impressionism was incredibly bold and brave at the time, and when you see the yeah. progression of art, like it's, it's that's a fascinating study. I oh, think yeah. some people might think art history is like the snooze fest. No, <laughs> it's, it's really pretty interesting. Yeah. It's really so fascinating the way it, it evolved and, mm-hmm. and the people who really changed things. But I tend to go in a more traditional direction, and mm-hmm. it's stories like that that kind of challenge me and yeah. think, 
try to think a little bit broader. And actually a show, Shauna, that you introduced me to, mm -hmm. the Landscape Artist of the Year. Yeah. And then there's a, another one called Portrait Artist of the Year. And you can watch a few of those episodes on Amazon Prime. Yeah. But then you can also watch them on Tubi, T-U-B-I, for free. A very obscure app that... Um, I had never heard I of know, it. that Marion <laughs> sent me, and I was like, well... We're either going to really enjoy this or somebody's going to take over our, you know, television. I don't know. Just and it seemed, really is. But it's a it's thing. It's a free, yeah. it's a free TV streaming app. Yeah. And really, even as I was watching it, I'm waiting for like the, now yeah. you need to subscribe and give your credit card. And, right. and there's never any of that. Uh -uh. It really is free. Yeah. Um, but it does have ads. But the mm -hmm. ads, I was like, oh boy, we're going to have an ad in every two minutes, yeah. you know. And yeah. it's not like that. There's like one or two ads yeah. through the whole episode. It's, it's not so. bad at all. Yeah. Anyway, so little plug for Tubi there. <laughs> um, maybe they'll be maybe they'll be a sponsor. A sponsor, <laughs> right? No one's ever heard of your app, but it's free TV and you can watch <laughs> right. Landscape Artist of the Year. And That's anyway, right. Probably the last two people who haven't heard of it. Anyway. I, I'm sure. I'm quite sure. Right. <laughs> so you can watch it there. The whole point of that is that in watching it, so this there's three judges and they're the same judges for both series. It's a British series, mm -hmm. so it's it's got a vibe of like the the British baking show. It's mm -hmm. very like friendly competition yeah you get warm and fuzzies watching it and yeah. not like I need to go take a shower now because everybody's right. so awful to yeah. each other <laughs> the way you get with like American competition shows but anyway they um the judges I have learned so much mm -hmm. from their critiques and yeah. from the pieces that they pick and it's so fascinating to me that they don't especially in portrait artists of the year they they don't always pick the one that I would pick is like, yeah. well, that's a great likeness. That's a great painting. Mm -hmm. They pick the paintings that say something and that yeah. have a perspective that maybe hasn't been shared before. Yeah. And they tell a story and they're trying new techniques. The weirdest and, ones. I right, mean, yeah. They are. Sometimes I'm like, I don't get it. I, I know. don't get it. <laughs> but it is, that is so encouraging because it does remind you like, and I've actually had um, clients in coaching, you know, that are, you know, that are artists and, and they'll, you know, if they've been to art school, there's a different, you know, there's a different vibe there. You know, a lot of times yeah. that, you know, sort of hammers all that, you know, just traditional technique in. And, and I mean, how could it not? And so you kind of find yourself feeling like, well, I can't just slap some paint on something and call that, you know, art. But you can, you know, um, mm -hmm. because it really is that subjective and it just, I don't know, it reminds me not to be so afraid of not, I don't know, of not being a, a real artist because I yeah. choose not to paint that way. Does that yeah, make sense? Or, or traditionally good, yeah. you know, yes. like this is, this is what is traditionally good. But even yeah. that is such a broad scope. It's like, yeah. it's just what's, what is traditionally good is just what you've been exposed to yeah. as like, yeah. this is, this is good art. And it's funny to hear them talk about like, well, this is looking a little bit more like hotel room art, or this is mm -hmm. looking like, like the top of a chocolate box. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's good art, uh -huh. but it's not anything that is innovative, different, yeah. you know, that doesn't really... evoke a feeling or a mood. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I found that so interesting and to me very encouraging that it's like, you know, I think when you start to create art, especially when you're new at it, mm-hmm. you start to, you feel like, well, it doesn't look like this. Yeah. Therefore it's not yeah. good. Yep. And when you look at just the, the broad variety of art that's available, it really mm-hmm. is just about personal yeah. taste. It's about, it is. It, and it is about doing something that's different from other people so that you're, mm-hmm artistic voice can really be heard and seen and, and it can be recognized as, well, this is clearly Shauna's work. This is clearly Marion's work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I found that to be really encouraging too. And Mm -hmm. it makes me want to experiment more and, you know, to not also to learn from a variety of people. I think that's a key too. Um, most of my books and most of the classes I was taking were very much Mm -hmm. like traditional impressionist style. Yeah. And I started taking more like mixed media and Mm -hmm. charcoal and, and getting books on like the abstract expressionists, which I've never really been like, let me get on that bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. But I'm like, let me, let me learn from them. Let me learn what, what made their work great what made it Mm -hmm. stand out and I think that all of that together is going to make me a better yeah not only a better artist but I think just a better overall creative because it has me thinking about even just how I decorate my house or how I how I want to you know put together a reel on Instagram or whatever Mm -hmm. it kind of has me thinking in different ways yeah Um, well and I think that's I think that's it can translate. It, it's more that idea is more um, applicable to. I mean, really, all kinds of things. You know, let's say you're. I don't know, just because this popped into my head. You're a blogger. You know, I mean, even in there are so many different ways. Here's a southern saying for you: to skin a cat. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many different ways to, you know, express yourself and to create work. And so I think, you know, I never want to be in a place where I'm creating because this is what I'm supposed to do, you know, like this is what we do. Um, I actually have a, I'm a bit of a contrarian, but I, tr- in general in, in life, but I try not to go too far that way because really then you're just the same as, you know, <laughs> everybody who jumps on every bandwagon because you're always doing the opposite. But I just, um, I don't accept that, like that idea that this is the way things are. Um, I just don't. I believe that we can cultivate a life and work life and family life that fits and suits us, you know, and it doesn't have to quote, just be the way it is. Uh, I think that's a lie, you know, that we just buy into like, well, you know, we, not that it's, there's anything wrong with this, but I'm using this as an example. Um, you know, we have to, you know, the kids won't be socialized if they don't, you know, participate in, you know, seven sports a year, you know, or activities. And there's nothing, again, that works for some families. I will say for me, not so much. Um, but the point is, is that it's not just the way it is. You don't have to do it that way. I think we all learned that, you know, during the last two years, you don't have to do things, the way they've always been done. Um, so 
I think it applies to even, you know, more than art, even though we're, you know, certainly, we definitely kind of, it hits us for that reason. But, you know, even in, in my writing, you know, I, I want to, to try new things, to write different ways, to express it or create product that, you know, reflects it, shows it differently. Um, so, yeah, I just think that there's, there's too much opportunity to kind of live, like he said, live outside the existing wisdom to just say, well, but this is how I have to do it, you know? Um, or, well, I can't be a food blogger because I live in this, you know, house and my kitchen is not, you know, beautiful or whatever the reasons are, you know, that get in our way. Um, I think that there's always sort of a way around it. And, you know, and interestingly enough, it will probably be the thing that sets you apart, you know, what you're afraid of or what you oh, yeah. kind of tend to focus yeah. on in that way, you know, and kind of hyper focus in on. So, I mean, they're anecdotal, funny. but you see a lot of stories like that where mm-hmm. it's the person who kind of goes against the grain who yeah. ends up, you know, kind of yeah. getting recognition for what they're doing. And mm-hmm. I think, though, I guess like a word of caution about that, that if you do... You know, so the tendency now is to do something and then we share it online. So right. Here's my outfit. Here's what I ate. Yep. Here's what I here's what I drew. Here's what I painted. Here's how I rearranged my room. Yeah. And whether it's as a hobby or as a um, yeah. as a, a business. And what I would caution you at uh, with though is that if you sort of are like, okay, I'm. I want to embrace this. I have been sort of staying in the lane and I'm not mm-hmm. trying anything that's innovative or different. I'm mm-hmm. not pushing my creative boundaries at all in whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Just know that when you do that, there might be some criticism or oh, opposition yeah. that comes to that, comes yeah. with that. I think that you have to be, and you just have to be okay with that. I think yeah. you have to love what you created so much or mm-hmm. love the direction that you're going. Like I don't love everything I create, but right. I oftentimes love what I've learned from what I create. Right. Exactly. And so as long as you're in that spot where you're like, I love what I done, what I did, what I done. <clears throat> yeah. I love what, what I, I done. done. <laughs> I love what I done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, grammar. <laughs> anyway, I love Mercy. what I did, but um, and, and so I am okay, okay with it yeah. with other people not loving it or not getting it. Yeah. Like you just have to be okay with that. So I would say if you are sort of tiptoeing in some other areas and you, you know, like mm-hmm. I am super sensitive and it, then just don't share it online. Just yeah. have just it be for it. you until you feel yeah. like you're ready. And mm-hmm. then, and then take those you know, take that step or launch that product or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's all I would say, because I think that, you know, we've talked about this before, but I've been feeling it so much more lately with just algorithm changes and Mm -hmm. stuff, how social media is really like forcing you into this funnel of creativity and forcing you into like, like this is what a successful YouTube video cover looks like. This is what it looks like. It's like annoying font, Someone mm-hmm. making a crazy facial expression, you know, that's that's what the success formula is. And yeah. so it kind of pushes people into, you know, creating all yeah. this same way. So 
I think putting your work out that is different or that is mm-hmm. making a statement or that is, you know, tiptoeing in a different direction for mm-hmm. you, um, I think it might be a deterrent if it becomes, you know, social media content. And if it's yeah. not performing well or you get criticism, then yeah. I'm not going to go in that direction. So, right. I mean, thank goodness when she put a urinal on the wall, there was no social media, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. that's when you would just get lambasted in like newspapers yeah. and then you would just not even look at them. That's so. right. That's right. I mean, she totally would have been different time. Up. But she would have also been recognized by so many more because so many people would have been like, oh, my gosh, that's the coolest, weirdest thing I've ever seen, you know? Um, (laughs) Let's talk about this part of that that sentence. Um, I just had a thought of, like, a piece of art that I saw, and I'm not going to tell the story, but it was just, I just remember being like, wow, okay, okay, that's (laughs) art. I got it. I got it. This was before I started painting again. Now I get it a little more now, but, um, but yeah, I just, anyway, that's, those are, that's uh, always funny. Um, the, you know, the part of that where he says she lived a life in art, let's talk about that because I know that's kind of two different topics, but you and I actually just sort of talked about that, uh, last week and talking about you, moving and like changing the design in your home. And, um, I think when you, and I don't think you have to be a professional artist for this to apply to you, you know, no, um, not at all. At all. Um, but what does that mean to you? Like living a life in art? Yeah. I mean, On I the think spot, that it's, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that it's really about it. Being an artist changes your perspective and yeah. the way you see things. You start to see things through a lens of the, the visual language of things. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it changes then what you're looking at every day. And a really good example of that is, um, this was when I was painting still life and I was Mm -hmm. going through painting a hundred still life because I really wanted to practice painting from life. I had done a lot of painting Mm -hmm. from photos and Jeff had eaten an apple and the apple core was just Mm -hmm. sitting on the table and a few years ago, I would have looked at that and been like, oh, good grief. Can you just, right. can you put it in the trash? Throw please? your stuff away. <laughs> like, really? <Please. laughs> it's just sitting there on the table. And what I noticed as someone who was painting things from life mm-hmm. is how beautiful the light was hitting it. Yeah. It was just falling across it and it was showing the form of the bite mm-hmm. marks and everything. And there was something very sculptural about yeah. it. And, and so right away it changed this, just the way I saw this. Right, I didn't see right. it as a piece of trash sitting on the mm-hmm. counter, cluttering up my counter. Mm-hmm. I saw it as I need to paint this. There's yeah. beauty in it. Yeah. And I think um, in the way that I want to decorate my house, I just feel like, I just feel like I want to, it's going to still be my style, but just yeah. go in like a little bit of a different yeah. direction. Like I want to have a lot more original art on my walls. I yeah. want to hang a lot of my own art as well yeah. as artists that I admire and vintage pieces. Yeah. Um, I love, I've always loved pieces from nature, but now I'm mm-hmm. like getting even more into that. Like yeah. I want to have turtle shells on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of, yeah. Just- you know, Collected bits, yes. More things that I I want to have a garden that has flowers that I want to draw, and yeah. 
paint. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I just kind of get that more when you look at books about artist studios yeah. and their homes and their gardens and all, you can see that they're curating things that inspire them and also things yeah. that they want to paint. That's yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think to me, that's what, what living a life in mm-hmm. art is, is that it's not only is it curating those things, but I think it's also just recognizing beauty in the everyday yeah. things. Yeah, and, I and do I too. Think whether you're, no, again, no matter what mm-hmm. your art is yeah. or what your creativity is, yeah. where your gifts are, I think that you start to see the world through mm-hmm. those lenses and yeah. it starts to, it, it's pretty exciting, I think. It is. And it sounds, you know, I mean, for those of you who are very practical, you know, I know you're sort of like sitting there <laughs> like, okay, these two have gone <laughs> off the deep end with this. But, it, you know, it does make you a bit of a romantic. You know, I say that all the time. It's sort of, oh, you're you're a bit of a poet. You know, you, you kind of, you know, and look, I mean, it's, my husband, who is uber practical and not, I mean, now he can write, but he is not, he does, he is not built that way, you know. He is about function and use and practicality and, you know, he just cracks up at me. I'll say something like, look at, I mean, <laughs> last week I was like, I mean, look at that, ah. Oh, look at the way those beads on that car are like, I mean, isn't that so pretty? Like the rain. And he was like, Shauna, it's a piece of crap car. And no, it's not pretty, but I love you. You know, I mean, like it's not, but I mean, it does. You just start noticing. I think you just notice, you take note of a lot, you know, of texture and light and, um, movement and shape and form it's just a different um a different perspective and I think you can do that whether you're a painter or not you know um because it's such a gift I feel like it it's sort of like this little secret gateway into being present really in your life and and really appreciating yeah. yeah like appreciating the world around you just the little world that you know your office your home your street um you know I don't know, all kinds of stuff. I just think it's a it's a gift when we can kind of get to that place where we start we start doing that. So I think that's it too, you know, living a life yeah. in art. Um, well, I think, so, so talking about like being present, I think, because um, I love painting subjects that look old because mm-hmm. I just love old things. So I yeah. love doing master studies mm-hmm. of paintings that were done like in the 1800s or earlier. Um, I love doing portraits where people mm-hmm. are in like these you know 100 yeah. year old clothes and yeah. top hats and I just think that's I, that, I just am so much more drawn to that but actually in um it was in portrait artist of the year there was an mm-hmm. artist who um, did very traditional very kind of mm-hmm. renaissance style portraits amazing artist and then when he was showing some of his body of work, one of the paintings was you know the very traditional the mm-hmm. fish on yeah. a plate you know yeah. that Every artist has done it at some point. And the judge's reaction to that, instead of being like, that's a great painting, was like, is that what your life looks like? Mm-hmm. Is that what your food, what your lunch looks like? Right. Is it a fish with the eyes in it and all sitting on your plate? Yeah. Um, and, and it's not. That's not. It's like, 
so they were encouraging him to paint his life mm-hmm. as opposed to painting kind of that Prom. you know throwback yeah. traditional yeah. yet when my tendency is I want to paint props mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. buy something old and and paint mm-hmm. that and while there's nothing wrong with that it's like well what is my story in that how is that mm-hmm. a part how am I telling the story yeah. of the time that I live in and the place that I live in. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that was something really interesting for me to think about. And I think yeah. for, it would be for a lot of artists to think about, mm-hmm. um, you know, about writing, painting, yeah. all of that about your own, because we think our lives are boring anywhere, you yeah. know, it doesn't matter where you are, what you do. We all think like, well, nobody's going to care. Nobody wants a painting of my, Mm-hmm. you know, some chair in my house. Like, that's not very interesting. Right. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what, the painting of the apple core sold. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I remember it. It yeah, was beautiful. And so, it, you know, it's just, it's interesting. So anyway, it mm-hmm. challenged me to, to more, you know, to paint the things and draw the things that are around me and not mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, what I consider to be, I don't know. Appropriate. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Which kind of goes back to the first, you know, the first point, you know, about um, not, you know, looking outside the existing wisdom. You know, it's, they do tie together, you know, it's just, it's very freeing to get to a place where you're just, you think, what could I do next? What do I want to do next? You know? Um, And again, I think it's so important to do that, not just as, as an artist, but you know, if you own a business, um, certainly if, uh, you know, even with your parenting, I mean, all, all the things, you know, um, like this year for me has really been odd because I took an intentional break from social media in January into February, um, on purpose. Then the next two months have sort of been like a, ooh, holy cow, I can't do all this at one time, so I'm going to have to sit that down for a little while. Um, but what it is teaching me, you know, what can I learn in this moment, like we learned from our friend, um, why can't I call his name? Say yes. Scott the oh, painter. Scott Erickson. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what can I learn in this uncomfortable place? I think what it's mm. teaching me is I'm, I'm a writer, I'm an artist, and I don't have to be a social media, like, guru to do that, mm. you know? So for right now, since that's sort of an extra thing, um, you know, I really, and I've taken a few weeks off here and there, but overall... Um, I'm really just focusing on writing on my blog, you know, writing actually that no one ever sees, you know, working on my book, um, submitting articles, you know, things like that, that nobody's really, you know, I'm not talking about, but I'm doing it, you know? And so I think that mindset is, is also applicable to how you approach work and how you approach, um, your practices, creative, um, endeavors and all that you know it's really it's very freeing to just say like I can do this outside of the quote way everyone else is doing it this is not high school we're not in a field you don't have to smoke if you don't want to you know (laughs) the end (laughs) the end (laughs) yeah I I love this conversation I do too (laughs) I hope I hope for you guys that it is encouraging I do too as you listen you're like 
Yeah, I have been maybe limiting myself in some ways, and I want to really find my voice and tell my Mm -hmm. story. And there are so many. So just to plug a few of our friends who do a wonderful job with this, like encouraging that consistently, um, Renee Mueller has a new course called Found, and Mm -hmm. it really is about like finding your creative voice. And she's an artist, but she also Mm -hmm. has a background in ballet and she does sculptures. And I mean, just really such an interesting person and an artist and very encouraging. And she has a lot of um, free classes that she does as well on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. I would recommend that you check her out. And then also Jean Oliver has... a course she just came out with called Poets and Misfits, yeah. which, man, I mean, just like... Just great. It's like about dying fabric yeah. bits with avocado pits. And yeah. Just, you know, just like really, just kind of doing some out-of-the-box mm-hmm. things. So I would, that would be a recommendation of like good places yeah. to start if you feel like, or like go to, go to the library and yeah. buy a book on whatever it is that you're interested in yeah. that maybe is totally not your yeah. taste. Like, yeah. this is not my kind of art, but I'm going to learn about it. This yep. is not my kind of music, but I'm going to listen to it and yeah. find some appreciation for it. Or So whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, just kind of pushing those creative boundaries. Yeah. I think it, it enriches you. And mm-hmm. so it's enriched us. So I, yes. I hope it'll do that to you. Me um, too. So I do have a creative contraption. I can't it's, wait. Because <laughs> I don't know okay. if I've seen it. <laughs> This is a this is a, just a bargain one, and it's okay. another it's another sketchbook. <laughs> You're so, welcome. Yes, number three hundred and seventy two. Yes, <laughs> but I bought this because it was just cheap. Really. Yeah, yeah. So it's it comes in a set of two. It's by U.S. Art Supply. It's a mm-hmm. nine by twelve watercolor book and a two pack. Okay. Um, and it has this blue kind of linen feeling fabric cover which I really love yeah and it has a little blue elastic that keeps it closed and the paper is really nice and thick good for mm-hmm. watercolor mixed media and stuff mm-hmm. and it's $21 for two of them yeah two that nine is a by good 12 because those are big yeah yeah which is a really good price and I have always been like I love sketchbooks and I love leather bound ones and hand bound mm-hmm. sketchbooks and all these, but they're expensive. And then I, it actually kind of prohibits me from being really free with them. Cause I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's gotta be worthy of this. Of this book. Yes. Sketchbook. Yes. Um, with these, I feel like I can just like slop stuff on and mm-hmm. just sketch and sketch and keep turning the page and not worry about yeah. the page count. Um, and I've tried a few cheaper sketchbooks, and they're, those are fun in their own way. But for this one, I, I love the cover. It doesn't have, like, that plasticky, yeah. fake leather cover or anything. It just has a nice cover. Yeah. It's a good size. The paper's good. The only drawback is the binding tends to be kind of loose. It's, okay. it's a book that, like, as you're working through it, it may start to, you know, fall <laughs> apart a little bit. Um, just kind of like I can show Sean it. Yep. Just like, you yep. know, yep. the tying of the binding is a little bit loose. Yep. That would be my only gripe about it. But, but also that means it will lay very flat, <laughs> which and, is and it not does. a bad thing. <laughs> it lays very flat. And I actually, I like the nine by 12 size because you can I do, do like a really big landscape yeah. spread or yep. it's just a really nice size. And um, so for... 
a cheap, good, yeah. you know, watercolor mixed media sketchbook. And I think mm-hmm. it has 76 pages. So it's big. Oh, like, wow. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It there's is. a lot you can fit in it. So that's mm-hmm. my creative contraption for today. And um, it's one I'm definitely going to be buying more of just because yes. it's, it's not too nice. precious. It's important not yes. to always have precious things. I know, which life is for living. I love, I love (laughs) precious art supplies, but I also do need the ones that, you know, if you're too afraid to use the things you have, then your things are too nice. So you need to get things that you'll actually A little too fancy. (laughs) A little too nice. Yeah. So go out there, push some boundaries, some creative boundaries and, um, and don't have art supplies that are too precious. That's right. That's the... That's the message for today. <laughs> All end. right. So we will be back. Yes. Again, at some point, we'll try to be more consistent with it. But yes. we've said that a few times and then we're like, we can't do it. There's yep. no time. Yep. It's just, you know, there are just, again, there are seasons of life. This season yes. will pass. The last three yep. years, we recorded 50 plus episodes. That's right. Every year. So it, it'll be this be year different. will be it'll be like a little um a little surprise right. all of a sudden it'll be like oh, oh there's a pod there's a there's podcast <laughs> isn't that fun <laughs> aren't you glad <laughs> right oh my gosh all right so we will see you whenever we have our act together and record a podcast next time but thanks for yes. joining us this time and thanks for all of your encouraging messages to us yes, we love getting you. those Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent Podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. 